Absolutely. All right, quickly turn your eyes to the screen. Uh, we're starting a new sermon series this morning. So let's quickly intro that. was me last night, the gaffer tape and all. <laughs> so friends, I'd like to introduce to you this morning, Moritz. Moritz is going to be bringing the word. Um, absolutely incredible man of God. He is a miner, right? Not as in junior. This man mines the word, and what he gets out of it is golden nuggets. So, um, and he has such a heart for the lost, such a heart for evangelism. You're in absolutely wonderful hands, Moritz. All yours. Thanks so much, Matt. Really appreciate it. Good morning, church. It's my privilege to kick off our new sermon series called Travel Light. And this morning, we're going to be speaking about decluttering your life. Decluttering your life. Now, I'm going to be super honest with you guys this morning. Um, I've been praying and thinking about this topic for about this entire week. It's been running through my head. Yeah, just praying about it, meditating on the Word, and I got absolutely nothing until 5 o'clock this morning. <laughs> All right, so God made me work for this one this time, and, and as, I will, uh, as I will continue my sermon, you will understand why soon. I think this was one of those moments where God was basically telling me personally, your life is too cluttered. There's too many things going on. There's too many things. I want to share things with you. I want to share my wisdom with you, but you are not listening. Because the football was important. The World Cup was play on, on, in the background. I watched Manchester United. I, play, I watched the Sevens rugby. There were so many things just going on in my own heart and my own mind. So God made me work for this one until 5 o'clock this morning. And when I wake, woke up, I had so many things on my heart that God was sharing with me that I wanted to type so fast because I was scared I'm going to forget some things that God was sharing with me. So I hope this will bless you this morning. But let's, let's just gauge the room quickly. Who of you are the heavy packers in the room that does not have the ability to pack lightly? And be honest. Be honest. All right. Let's see. Okay. All right. So if I had to tell you that you, if you're going away for a weekend and I, and I made this an example, who of you would be able to pack for a weekend in this bag? <laughs> All right. All right, there is a few of you. I can't say that I'm one of them, but it's nice to, nice to see that. Now, let's ask another question. Let me see who are the hoarders in the room. And be honest. No, 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 be honest. Even if you have to put up your wife's hand or whatever... All right? So in, 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 in our marriage, I am the order, unfortunately. There was like so many things in our garage that we started selling. And uh, Carol, Carol sent me a message asking that, uh, are we moving or immigrating out of the country because we're selling so many stuff? 
Um, and I said to her, no, we're just getting rid of stuff. That's basically what's happening. Um, so yeah, not moving anywhere, but I'm the hoarder. I'm the hoarder one in the room. Michelle always wants to throw away my stuff. Just saying. But anyway, I want to give you a few interesting facts, just, with, just on the topic of de- decluttering. So this year, American shoppers spend a record $9 billion online on Black Friday, despite inflation, was a report on the 26th of November. So maybe you're missing something. That was $9 billion online. It was not in the shop, online, all right? Let me tell you a South African one. The highest amount spent by a shopper in 2022 in South Africa was 397,217 before sunrise on Black Friday. That's just short of 400,000 rand on Black Friday by one shopper before sunrise. Okay, so speaking about decluttering, that's not the way to do it. We love the idea, if we look at just the human race, we love the idea of living an uncapped or unlimited life, isn't it? We like those words, uncapped, unlimited. There's nothing limiting me from doing whatever I want to do. So let's gauge the room again. Who currently has uncapped Wi-Fi at home? Okay, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. Look around you, okay? now. Listen to the next question. Who of these people that put up their hands did not have uncapped Wi-Fi five years ago? Look around you again. Okay. That is a perfect example of how the internet has pulled us in to a place where we cannot live without it anymore. You know what the biggest complaint was when, when the load shedding started? It wasn't, I can't use my oven. It wasn't, I can't put on lights. It wasn't, I can't put on the TV even. It was, I can't access the internet. That was the biggest thing for every single person. That's why stuff like UPSs sells so well because it just keeps your Wi-Fi on at least. Okay, Trevor is loving it. <laughs> All right. Okay, let me ask a second question. Who has unlimited minutes on their phone currently? Okay, there's like four. So of the four that put up their hands, who did not have unlimited minutes five years ago? Okay, basically all of them, all right. But I can, I can with honesty say, say, I also answer yes to both these questions because I'm asking myself the question, how did I cope with eight gigs of data and 200 minutes of calling time four years ago. If I think about that now, I can't think how I would cope with it, to be honest, I can't. Oh yes, obviously we have to do our work on, on internet these days and we have to send WhatsApp messages and we, we've obviously come, become dependent on it, but if I, had, if I had to make a statement saying currently the world is not doing a good job of traveling light, or with decluttering our lives because we have created this idea that more is always better. That's the idea that we've created. More is always better. I want to go so far as to make a bold statement this morning. Sometimes the devil does not have to destroy us. 
He just needs to distract us. We will do the destroying ourselves. I wanna, I wanna, make it, I wanna say it again. Sometimes the devil does not have to destroy us. He just needs to distract us because we will do the destroying ourselves. That's what happens. We get so pulled into these things because here's the reality. This is how we started reasoning. We reason that if 10 rand is good, 20 rand must be better. If one car is good, two cars must be better. If one house is good, I need another one in the bush and at the sea. If you're a South African, isn't it? It's almost like a best of both worlds, one in the bush and one in the sea. That's what we need, eh? And we often hear sayings like, go big or go home. Who have heard that before? Go big or go home, all right? Don't buy the, the cheap car, buy the expensive one. The one that will take you everywhere, the overlander is what they call it. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> but hear this quote, it says, the idolatry that exists in a man's heart always wants to lead him away from his savior and back to self-reliance, no, no matter how pitiful that self-reliance is and how many times it has betrayed him. I want to read the quote again. The idolatry that exists in a man's heart always wants to lead him away from his savior and back to self-reliance, no matter how pitiful that self-reliance is or how many times it has betrayed him. That's what happens, isn't it? Because whatever we buy, we are only happy with the thing that we bought for the first maybe two months. And then there's something new on the market. There's something fresh that we need. I find myself every now and then browsing on Take A Lot just to see what new things I maybe can buy. And these days, the only thing that's in my head is that, that large power banks, because I don't want the generator that makes noise. I need this large power bank that I can charge, and hopefully my TV can run on it, and my fridge can run on it. And here's the funny thing. We don't have load shedding in our area. Yeah, that's me, eh? Thank you, welcome to Murad's life. Um, we buy stupid stuff. We wanna buy stuff that does not make sense because we start seeking and longing after these things and we constantly change our standard of living. Constantly. The moment I earn more money, I have to buy more things. It's almost like the money never satisfies. If we get more money, we just need more things. And that's what happens. Jesus said in Luke 12, verse 15, he says, then he said to them, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. You know what Jesus is saying there? Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed because life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. I had to, I had to ask myself the question this morning, what if I reasoned the same way with regards to my quiet times with the Lord by saying that I have unlimited opportunity to spend time with God wherever I find myself. What if it wasn't just unlimited time that I can phone or unlimited uncapped Wi-Fi? What if it was there's an uncapped line between myself and God, but yet I choose not to use it? Me, myself, and I I choose not to use the uncapped line that God has given me 
to access His presence at any time, in any place, or any space that I find myself. I choose not to use it. I have unlimited time that I can spend with God, yet I choose to do otherwise. I was reminded of a time in high school where I was so hungry for the Word of God, that I was so hungry for a relationship with God, that I found myself moving from one class to another just when, you know, you had always had that five minutes that you need to go to the next class, and then you need need to walk fast because your class is probably far. I found myself in in times as a 17-year-old where I was talking to God so explicitly that one of my friends came next to me, and he was like, who are you speaking to? I didn't even realize that because I was, I was talking to God about this maths test and I was like expressive in the way I was speaking to God. I was like, yeah, this, it was so tough and whatever. And my friend was like, what is wrong with you? Who are you speaking to? And I didn't realize that I was in a, such an intimate relationship with God that I did not even realize I was speaking an audible voice while walking from one class to another. That's the time that I was reminded of this morning, and God is basically calling me back and saying, hey, there's an unlimited access for you to enter my presence. The word is uncapped. Read it. Read it as much as you want. This brings brings me to my second point, chasing contentment. Chasing contentment. Now, the word contentment means a state of happiness and satisfaction, And if there's one thing we as consumers definitely struggle with these days, it is being content. We struggle with being content with our phones, cars, houses, clothes, toys, etc. Always need more things. We don't like the idea of being content. Hear this quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He says, The heart clings to collected treasure. Stored up possessions gets between me and God. Where my treasure is, there is my trust, my security, my comfort, and my God. Treasure means idolatry. See, I laugh sometimes at how people justify something like a brand new iPhone or Samsung, yet they don't use 80% of its new features. Have you ever thought about it? I just had a conversation with my father the other day, and he was like, yeah, he's upgrading, and he, he, you know, there's this new iPhone 14 that he needs to tell me about. I'm like, yeah, yeah, tell me. He says, yeah, it's got all these new features, and you can do so much more with it. It's battery life, it's better. The cameras are better. I'm like, Dad, how many times do you use that? No, never, but it's nice to have. <laughs> That's our reason, isn't it? We need that new phone with all these features, yet we only use it for WhatsApp and phoning and maybe going onto the internet or scheduling something or maybe looking at Facebook or Instagram every now and then. We, but yet we justify it. Unlimited minutes, uncapped data, yet they use uncapped Wi-Fi at work and at home and they phone from the work's phone. But we need uncapped and unlimited, isn't it? Hear the scripture Jesus said in Matthew 16, sorry, Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. 
For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, I was confronted with a few introspection questions that I had to ask myself this morning. These are the questions that was running through my mind as I was meditating on the word this morning. First question I asked myself is, am I currently laying up treasures on earth or in heaven? Is my heart focused on the wrong treasure currently? Am I still content with the message of the gospel? This one for me was the most important. Am I still content with the message of the gospel? Am I still content with the good news that God has died for me on a cross and giving me everlasting life? Am I still content with the message? And is it possible for me to reach the point of contentment and not to seek the wrong things? Maybe you are confronted with those questions this morning. And this takes me to my next point. Enjoying the mundane. Enjoying the mundane. Mundane simply means ordinary or normal or simple. See, what the world does, the world screams for extravagant, extreme, spontaneous, Instagram or Pinterest worthy, isn't it? We can't just be normal. We can't just do things normal. We have to have the extravagant, the extreme, the spontaneous, the Instagram or the Pinterest worthy. If I had to share the following things with the world, this would be the response. Enjoying quality time with God and with family is too normal and mundane. Living with contentment or striving for contentment is considered too safe and boring for this world. Loving one woman or one man for the rest of your life seems to the world like madness, isn't it? When we look at movies and series and stuff, the only thing it portrays is that we always need something fresh, something new. There's nothing that screams for contentment. Seeking intimacy with God seems weird or too spiritual to the world. Because traveling light does not make sense to the world anymore. I have to say that this quote really got me this morning while I was busy with it. The quote by John Ruskin says, God will put up with a great many things in the human heart, but there's one thing that he will not put up with in it, and that's a second place. He who offers God a second place offers him no place. I want you to hear that quote this morning. God will put up with a great many things in the human heart, but there's one thing that, it will, that he will not put up with, in it, and that's the second place. He who offers God a second place offers him no place at all. John 14, verse 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. See, maybe this message has spoken to you this morning. Maybe you're sitting there and saying, oh, marriage, that's where I find myself now. And maybe you're the one stressing for 2023 because what if I don't make it? What if I don't pull through? What if I can't achieve the things that I've put out for myself? 
I'm going to ask the, just the music to be played in the background. But hear the scripture of Jesus' invitation. Jesus gives us an invitation saying, come to me. In Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, it says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now I know I've already asked you a lot of questions this morning, but I wanna ask you two last questions that I want you to reflect on this morning. Can we maybe dim the lights as well? Someone just dim the lights for me, please. First question that I want to ask is, what do you personally need to repent of this morning, hearing this message? Second question I would like to ask is, what have you made ultimate in your life about God? Can we take a moment and really focus on these two questions? And then then I don't want a a nominal response from us this morning. If I was speaking to you this morning, I want to call you out. I want to call you out to stand for Christ this morning. I want to call you out to say, God, I no longer want the things of this world. I want you. I want intimate relationship with you. If I only have you, that is more than enough. Lord, I don't want to be caught up with consumerism. I want to be content in who I am. I want to be content in my relationship with you. And lastly, I want to enjoy and start enjoying again for the first time the mundane. Enjoy having supper together with your family. Enjoy spending quality time without a phone present. Enjoy going on a family holiday without bickering or fighting one another. ask you the two questions again what do you personally need to repent of this morning and what have you made ultimate in your life above God if you need to be honest with yourself I actually do want to ask the band to come up and sing the last song sorry please come up if I'm speaking to you this morning would you make a stand for God this morning stand up if that's you saying, you've spoken to me this morning. I need to do this. And make a declaration as we sing the song. Lord, thank you for speaking to us this morning. We don't just want to live nominal lives where you are not a part of it, Lord. This morning we repent of the wrongful thinking in our hearts that is drawn to idolatry. God, we want to find contentment in your word. We want to be content in our relationship with you. We want to be content in our lives, not seeking after the worldly things. Lord, we know we have uncapped, unlimited opportunity to speak to you daily. Lord, therefore, give us a spiritual hunger like never before. Pull us into a space where we are being so intimate with you, Lord, that everything that spills over in our mouths will declare you, Lord, to the world, to a lost and dying world. 
Lord, help us to enjoy the mundane, to not forsake spending time with you, Lord, but also spending time with family. Bless us this morning, Lord, as we just focus our hearts on you again this morning. In the name of Jesus. I just experience um, just God's grace rolling over us right now. Um, And if we sing, God, you're so amazing and you're filled with grace, let's just believe it this morning. show us grace every single day of our lives although we sometimes turn our backs against you Lord Lord that may this be our declaration for the rest of our lives Lord that we will honor you with every single part of our beings because you are worthy Lord you are so worthy Lord in the name of Jesus Amen